Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Serna. We cover it all. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the North Garland Raiders coming to you from Homer B. Johnson Stadium in Garland, Texas. It is the pregame show that's being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. If you need any kind of thing regarding the training, the athletic workouts to find out what you got to do in the sport that you or your son or your daughter want to do the best place to do it is at the bullet experience why is that well it's really simple guys because when you work with the pros you get the opportunity to learn from guys that have been there that have done this and know what needs to be done how to train get ready each and every week for anything that is headed their way when they play the sport of choice whether it be football basketball soccer volleyball or any other sport that's out there that the bullet experience can provide the best place to do it is over there whether it be outside training outdoor training inside the gym and for all that matters it could be on a sand volleyball court it doesn't matter the weight room at the bullet experience is 3,500 square feet of the weight room being of about speed and explosiveness and the goal to be stronger and faster with every movement not just one or two movement so say whatever you want about the training if you get the right training if you get the right training from the right people you put yourself at an advantage more so than anybody else so that being said make sure you check out the Jerry Bullet Training Center located at the Bullet Experience at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett you won't be sorry and it could be baseball football basketball soccer all these sports as well as weight training or if you just want to get in shape yourself you can come in contact with the bullet experience over at 8900 princeton road in rowlett that's at liberty grove and princeton road just right on the outside of waterview you can also give them a call 214-326-7853 so this week a little spin on high school football and of course you're hearing the pregame show a day early on Wednesday afternoon 2 p.m. so a little spin because of a little change about what's going on as far as the Rowlett Eagles and what they are let's talk a little bit about your Rowlett Eagles as far as where they are now okay let's start when they took the loss to prosper 31 to 7 then in the second week 50 to 7 was the final score there as Rockwall visited the Rowlett Eagles over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. And then the Rowlett Eagles taking the loss 30, uh, mark that 55 to 34 against Plano. The Rowlett Eagles opened up district play just this last week. And the Rowlett Eagles are 1 0 within district. And all I got to say is. Whew, 
That's right. Because it wasn't done in a high-scoring affair. It was done with a never-say-die attitude. Game's not over until it's showing all three zeros. And the Rowlett Eagles get the win 7-6. to six. Now, the deal in that game is, is that the Rowlett Eagles started off really, really good. And the Rowlett Eagles looked like they could just take off against the, the name of Forest Rangers. We didn't get that this week. Because after the first drive, they had a pretty good second drive. It started off good and then ended. And then it is like, unfortunately, the Rowlett Eagles disappeared for a while. So when that ended up happening, it changed the whole aspect of this game. Naaman Forrest then got up on the board first. After the fact that they couldn't get in there, couldn't get in the score, but looked pretty good immediately. But the Naaman Forrest Rangers were there first. So a crazy thing that happened, and this game went the whole game with the Naaman Forrest Rangers leading the whole way. And in the fourth quarter, a lot of things happened. The fourth quarter was a fourth quarter that Name and Force wishes they could get back. Or one of the, you know, drives back. As the first drive in the fourth quarter ended up in a punt. Now, the Rowlett Eagles, unfortunately, could not do anything with it. They had to punt it back. And then a missed field goal by the Naaman Forest Rangers, 34 yards, was missed, which would have made the score 9 to nothing at that point. But with the miss, the Rowlett Eagles had an opportunity as they started the, the drive on their own 25-yard line, but could not do anything about it in reality as the Rowlett Eagles were only able to get, you know, get no yards. I mean, so they had to punt that ball away as well. So, all that being set and ready to rock and roll, the muffed punt by the Neiman Forest Rangers turned this whole game completely around because then the Rowlett Eagles had the ball first down and 10 at the Neiman Forest 43. Then Alex Rout, two-yard rush, not very much there. Uh, then Dwayne Newton with a five-yard rush as well. And then an incomplete pass off the muff, muff uh, pass or the muff kick on fourth down. The Rowlett Eagles unfortunately had an incomplete pass and turned over on downs. So yet again, the Name and Forest Rangers had the opportunity to do something with the ball, and they were not able to do so, as they had to end up going for a punt. And what ended up happening, the ball was blocked off of the punt, and then the Rowlett Eagles were sitting right there, not very far away from pay dirt, only first down and goal from the 10. So they only needed to get into the end zone, and Alex Rout rushed for two yards for the touchdown, and then the extra point was good, and then the Rowlett Eagles had the lead 7-6. to six. But it wasn't over there. 
because the fact of the matter is there was enough time up on the clock for name and force to get back into it. So they got the kick and they took it back to the 24 yard line, then an incomplete pass, and then a penalty on the defense gave the name and force Rangers a first down, and then then a rush, nothing. Then a pass, nothing. Then another pass, nothing. Then it was fourth down, and Valdez, the, the quarterback, rushed for 11 yards, got the first down, and then they started off again, first down and 10, ended up with a uh, Valdez rush for a negative 12 yards, which put the ball second down and 22 at the Neyman Forest Rangers 48-yard line. So... All this is going on, and the Eagles' defense on this last drive, you know, caused it, uh, a, a let a completion get there, but they were still far away. Then the incomplete down on a third down and six at the rally at 36, and then the fourth down, the rally at Eagles' defense stopped on fourth down and six at the rally at 36, and the rally at Eagles got the victory. So that really was the case here. It was the fourth quarter because the rally at Eagles, you know, really seemed like they disappeared after that second drive as far as offense is concerned. Defense was outstanding. When you hold a football team to six points, it doesn't matter. That's a good defensive uh, uh, defensive game. And they were all over the place and they played very well. So when I go back to whew, that one was close and it doesn't matter if they won by one point or 20 points, 30 points, 40 points. It's irrelevant. 1-0 within district. And that is the important thing the Rowlett Eagles have to look forward to as they move forward into the rest of the season and within district. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go into our first break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show. Of course, the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience over there at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas. Make sure you check it out. You can also pick up the phone and give them a call at 214-607-4518. That's 604. Or mark that. 214-607-4518. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll talk a little bit more about the game that's going to be happening over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium as the Raleigh Eagles are going to be taking on the North Garland Raiders. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Coslo Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Coslo Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costloinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. It's normally what we've been trying to do, and it may or may not happen this week. We are going to try to find a former Rowlett Eagle to talk to, have an interview with, and bring him forth here in the pregame show. As we are doing this portion of it, I don't have that set up, but if it does happen, you'll hear it later on here in this one. We will hear from the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, he is now back over the weather. We said he was under the weather, so he must be over it because he was at our play-by-play. And folks, let me tell you something, just to, to get it out there, and whether he hears it or not, I don't care. The, the, the play call for the Rowlett Eagles is something I will always do, um, but I will tell you that without Bill Cerna, the show is not as good. The play call is not as good. I have an extra set of eyes up in the booth that sees a lot of things that I don't see. And I, I say it about the Couch Potato Sports Show and Cuervo. He's the MVP. Uh, definitely the MVP of our broadcast as far as the Raleigh Eagles are concerned in the play-by-play is because of the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. And folks, I'm not ashamed to say I love the man. He is a great guy uh, and a great friend and loves Rowlett Eagles football as well and loves to do what we do each and every week to bring it to the community. And folks, just to let you also know, that's all this has ever been about. I've been criticized to the point where I wonder what people are thinking. Obviously, they're not, because we don't do this for the money. It's, it, it is easy to say for me, for me to say, because it's true, because it has never been about that. Because let's be honest, folks, when you listen to our sponsors, I want you to think a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Our sponsors are not Walmart. Our sponsors aren't CVS, Walgreens, big uh, department stores. If you ever noticed about our broadcast and our sponsors, they're all small businesses. Guys, listen to the, when you listen to them. These are small business people, small to medium-sized businesses trying to make a living. And the thought of bringing in those sponsors more so than the big, because I can fill those sponsors up in five minutes. I'd just make five telephone calls and I would be done and I would have everything set up with the big sponsors. Okay, but those big sponsors and everything, they've got the corner market on everything and they block out the small business person or make it impossible for them to be able to do anything to get their name out. And guys, just to let you know, I was looking at the stats so far. We are averaging, averaging 10,000 people listening to our, our program, okay, on the play-by-play. Remember the size of this town is 65,000 people. Guys, that's one in eight are listening to us. And that alone, you know, you know, pumps me up with some pride. Now, granted, it's Texas high school football, and that is what it's all about in this, but the fact that they are listening and keeping up with us. And that really does help out our sponsors. And if you've ever had the opportunity to go to any of our sponsors, I don't even care if you mention our name. It would be nice if you did. But 
always give thought to using our sponsors, especially the sponsor of the pregame show, the Bullet Experience, you know, weight training, you know, trying to lose weight or, you know, getting the skills that you need for a particular sport or activity. These guys are the are the bomb, and everybody else, you know, people who listen and uh, hear the ads. If you ever have need for them, please reach out to them. At least give them a shot to try to help you. And I will tell you that using our sponsors is definitely a good thing for you because they're going to work harder because they already know what the big league guys can do. So you're not going to get that home field hometown feeling with the big guys you will get it with our local people right here in the Rowlett area and I'm very proud of that that that's the reason why we put this all together that's the reason why our sponsors are here you know to get a leg up to get to get heard more so than any other company those big companies where you'll see the you know Walmarts of the world putting up commercials you know over on college football and NFL and all that stuff so we cut them out of this market. Now, I don't know what other markets do, nor do I care. I only worry about Rowlett because that's my home team. That's, that's my town, and that's the reason why I do what I do. So that gives you a little explanation on what we do as far as our sponsors are concerned. And I wish we could you know, do more for our sponsors to get heard and everything else, but we can't. We're doing what we do. And uh, but they get the opportunity. So we like to thank each and every one of our sponsors that are out there. Make sure if you hear a sponsor and you need the services or need what is being promoted, please pick up the phone and call those local people as they're working really hard to work with our local people and so do that if you can so we are back here on the pregame show we're talking about the Rowlett Eagles as they are 1-0 in district you're 1-3 out on the season unfortunately for Naaman Forrest they did not get the victory they could not stop the fourth quarter uh, problems that they had and the Rowlett Eagles only needed one opportunity to be able to build on it and a muff punt is the big one that put Put them down first and goal at the 10-yard line in order for them to get the score at the end of the game in order to get the victory because the Rowlett Eagles were blanked for more than three and three and three quarters of this game. Normally, when you're looking at a football game and you're seeing this, those kind of mistakes and you can't get up on the scoreboard within the first, second, or third, even early portions of the fourth quarter, you're going to lose a football game. The Eagles, though, they bared down on the defensive side of the ball. And we've talked about this. Now, they didn't have a great performance against the Plano Wildcats. But as far as the team is concerned, definitely the defense is there. And it's going to be there all year long. It's going to be something I think that they will even continue to build upon as they are a pretty young squad as well. They got a lot of juniors on this squad. A lot, you know, they got some seniors, but a lot of juniors on this squad. And we'll see them next year so the more they're getting better this year the more they walk into next year and just have a swagger about them on their defensive side of the ball offensive side obviously those struggles are there and we're going to talk about those struggles as we take a look at the stats so let's take a look at the stats for the Raleigh Eagles as they go into this game against the North Garland Raiders Alex Route is your quarterback okay um, he uses his legs a lot rushing the football he's got 51 rushes for 244 yards and three touchdowns 
Okay. Now, on the passing portion of it, he is 62 of 136. He's 45.6%. He was 55 before this game. So you see what that last game did to him. Dropped him below 50% as far as his percentage is concerned. He has 564 yards passing, three touchdowns, and two interceptions out on the season. Also take a look and remembering a lot of this. The first two games, the Raleigh Eagles only scored two touchdowns. The first game was a defensive touchdown, so they had no offensive touchdowns at all. Then you take a look at the um, second game against Rockwall. They only got a rushing touchdown from Alex Rout, so one of the three happened in that Rockwall game. So uh, they put it together in these last few games and were able to get into the end zone against Plano, but kind of stood up to a, a you know brick wall with the name and Forest Rangers. Now, Name and Force last year defensively were getting better and getting better, and that proved that out on the football field. They stopped them, and unfortunately, they could not stop the Rowlett Eagles in the final portions of that game to get the victory on the Name and Forest side. So that is huge. Now, looking at more stats here, we, uh, we talked about the quarterback, Alex Routh, the rushing game. Uh, that's slowly beginning to pick up as well as we got Dwayne Newton, 40 rushes, 147 yards. He does not have any touchdowns, only averaging 3.7 yards a carry. I'm sure he would like to see more. And you see some of the other players getting better as Alex Routh is averaging almost five yards a rush. So, Charjay Hunt, 20 rushes, 101 yards, five yards a carry. Um, and you look at yard ball. Nine rushes, 47 yards. He's got five yards to carry as well. Trevon King, three rushes, 17 yards. He's got five. The guy that's carrying the ball really in reality at the rushing position, Dwayne Newton, he's going to put it together and all those times are going to come to them. So I, I think the rushing game is slowly and steadily getting better. And we'll see what happens with uh, the situation with R.J. Hunt, getting him back in the lineup, and also uh, the guy at the receiving who we did not see last game as well. Antonio Hall, 15 catches, 240 yards, and a touchdown overall. Did not play last week uh, against Naaman Forrest. He did play in Plano, but did not play against Rockwall. So two of those games. So he's only got three games up underneath his belt right now. So, other wide receivers for the uh, Rowlett Eagles, 23 receptions for Trevon King, 145 uh, yards and a touchdown. And some of the passes have been going over King's head. He's had a couple of drops as well. Um, so that number could probably be in the 30s. Um, you know, about seven or eight passes uh, so far this year uh, should have been connected to King, whether it be the fact they were too high or King just dropped them. Looking at Jeremiah Tarwa, five catches, 46 yards for the Eagles. Yardball, six catches, 33 yards. Dwayne Newton out of the backfield, four catches, 31 yards. He's got a touchdown receiving. Morgan, two catches, 17 yards. Rogers, two catches, 17 yards as well. Hunt, one catch, 16 yards out of the backfield. Hector Soto with three catches, 14 yards. And Ja'Cory Brown, one catch and five yards. Those are your stats, at least offensively. Again, it is hard to find those defenses 
defensive stats to bring towards you. But I'm going to tell you there's some names to keep track of. Brown and Drain. Those guys are all over the football field making play after play after play. And if it wasn't for them making those plays after play after play, there would be you know even more points scored up on the Rowlett Eagles. And of course, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna later on in this session. That being said, so the Eagles, we know about. So what are they going to be going up against? Now, we'll do that. We're going to take a look at the North Garland Raiders. Who are they? What are they? What are their stats? What's their record? How are they doing? We'll talk a little bit about that more on the other side here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to the pregame show. Your Rowlett Eagles taking on the North Garland Raiders being brought to you by the Bullet Experience, the Jerry Bullet Training Center. Get on over there, 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, just on the outside of Waterview. You can also give them a call at 214-326-7853. Check them out there, the Bullet Experience. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams as well as top of the line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world 
and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We'll work into details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check him out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Canes, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. Sonny Park here covering what we're going to maybe see here as we are looking at the North Garland Raiders as they're moving into this season and looking at what they have done so far this season as well. Uh, important game in reality as the Rowlett Eagles, you know, get the first week victory. Really huge for them as far as what they have done so far this year and really grinded it out in reality when you take a look 
look at it. But when you look at North Garland, uh, what they have done, let's talk about their schedule. Let's talk about their first game. They took on Frisco Liberty and got their first victory of the season, 42-7. to That is an outside-of-district game. And then they came back at home at the Williams Stadium, and they took on Irving, and they got the victory there, 54-21. to Then North Garland, again, out-of-district game. And then another out-of-district game, they went on the road to Carrollton to play uh, Newman-Smith. Carrollton, uh, Newman-Smith got the victory there, 47-12. to And then the night before we were on air over at Williams Stadium, North Garland took on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, and they got the victory 28-14. So when you look at the whole situation and what is going to be coming their way, within district and that I'm glad the first week's out of the way so we can take a look at what they're doing within district because outside district I don't know how the district that they played what how they stacked up to this district that the Rowlett Eagles play in but that having been said the first game that the North Garland played within district they got up on the board and they uh, take home a victory last Thursday 28-14 to over the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Let's talk a little bit about that game before we move forward into this one as North Garland um, 13 first downs compared to Lakeview's 12 uh, in, in that game. Total yards in the game Lakeview kind of you know handed to him got 50 extra or uh, mark that the North Garland Raiders handed it to uh, Lakeview Centennial as they had 302 total yards Lakeview only had 352 so uh, 50 extra yards for the uh, North Garland Raiders well where did those extra 50 yards come from well you have to look at the when you look at the whole gambit of it 185 yards were rushing the football Okay, of that 302. So a lot of those numbers, more than half of it came from the rushing side of the ball as they only threw for 117 yards. So we know what's headed our way when you take a look at that stat that we're going to see some running game headed our way. Um, but because the passing, 208 for Lakeview Centennial, um, only 117, only 6 of 13. Okay, so they only threw the ball 19 times in that game. And so that right there, when you look at it, 19 times compared to 37 rushing attempts, this is a football team that wants to do it on the ground. And, and those numbers slap you in the face as well. So when you look at it, it's Timothy Gaither. He was 6 of 13 for 117 yards and a touchdown pass, but it came from the rushing side of it. Uh, Woods with 20 rushes, 144 yards. He had two touchdowns. Um, the quarterback, Timothy Gaither, he had a 13 for 30 yards. He had a touchdown. And then um, looks like four players uh, at with one rush. Uh, Trey Taylor for 18 yards. Dexter Davis did not get any yards. And so did Duke Parker as well. And Carrington Hansen lost a yard. So they have three guys that may, you know that will handle the ball uh, up on the side of that. It's either going to be Woods, uh, Gaither, or Tyler. 
So we'll watch out for those guys and see what they do. Now, receiving the football, again, they only passed for 177 yards against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, and Taylor had a catch for 75 yards and a touchdown. So when you look at that, you know, he, he's a wide receiver, but he can do some of the running as well. Duke Parker, again, also, he had three catches, 31 yards, and Woods, one catch, nine yards, and Alex Garcia with one catch and two stats. So when you're looking at what is headed your way that was the last game but the real question is is what are we getting overall now they played four games so we can get an idea of what's headed their way uh gaithier with 42 of 60 he is completing 70 percent of his passes and those are huge numbers i don't care what you look at it or where he played 70 percent of his passes that means he's accurate that means he gets to the ball to his wide receivers 816 yards and he's got seven touchdowns and a real low number in a very vital stat zero in the interceptions and guys that is huge when your quarterback does not turn the ball over that is really really huge that having been said woods uh, rushing the football 64 rushes 445 yards the guy is averaging seven yards a carry so if you get it to him on first and second down he's very liable or his probability he might get 10 yards and two rushes maybe 14 or 15 depending on how he breaks it uh, and he's got nine touchdowns on the season uh, Gaithier also 34 rushes 189 yards he's averaging five yards yards carry as well he's got three rushing touchdown as well Trey Taylor eight rushes 125 yards Dexter Davis 17 rushes 86 yards he has two touchdowns and then Ricky Taylor one rush for 15 yards that went for a touchdown and then a couple of other guys that did not get in the end zone Michael Chambers five rushes 25 yards uh, Henson with three rushes five yards one rush for four yards into Parker uh, had a rush he just got back to the line of scrimmage so looking at the receivers overall, Duke Parker is the guy that they depend upon to throw the football to. 20 receptions, 475 yards. Guys, he's averaging. Now this is an average of 24 yards a catch. That is huge. That means the guy can get open, he's been getting open, and the ball has been getting to him. Four touchdown passes on the season for Duke uh, Parker. Trey Taylor, seven catches, 217 yards. Guys, he's averaging 31 yards a catch. Now, granted, those numbers are high, and they're probably inflated because when you look at Duke Parker and Taylor, they probably ripped off a few real long ones to keep those averages up, but still. Trey Taylor has three touchdowns up on the season. Woods out of the backfield with five catches, 47 yards, five catches, 44 yards for Henson. Hinton with one catch, 19 yards, two catches for 18 yards for McCullough. Alex Garcia uh, with three catches, eight yards, not the guy that played for Naaman Forrest. And Xavier Johnson, two catches, four yards. So those are the stats that we're looking at going into this one here. So those stats will come into play. And what do those stats tell you? Well, they may or may not. It just really kind of look at, if you look at it as far as the passing attempts, you're looking at 60 passing attempts on the season for the um, North Garland Raiders. Well, 
Sabrun Woods has 64 attempts. Never mind the 35, 8, 17, 5. This is a rushing football team. So what has to happen is obvious when you look at it. They got to stop the rushing game. Now, if you lean too much on it, they can go to the passing game because we've seen what ended up happening with those big plays. So right now, when we talk Rowlett Eagles football, we talk about some of the deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. One of the things that comes to mind is giving up that big play up the middle, and this team has been notorious for it. It's almost like their Achilles heel going forward. So that's one thing they got to stop. And when you got a team that rushes the football, their chances of breaking that one with a team that does give up that rush up the middle, the Eagles are going to have to pinpoint that, and they're going to have to make a decision on if you're going to beat us, how you're going to beat us. And what they sell out on. Will they sell out on the run and give up a little bit on the yards per catch? Or will they give up the uh, the passing games, at, you know, give that up and and or, or focus in on the passing game and give up the rushing? My opinion when I look at it is I hope they don't give up on the rushing. I hope they really kind of pinpoint that rushing. And tackling and tackling fundamentals have to come into play as well. Getting to the guy that has the ball, and once you get there, is get him down. And uh, that's what has not happened for the Raleigh Eagles as they move forward. So, that being said, that's where we are right now. And again, folks, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to be able to get our guests this week. I'm still trying to get our guests for either this week and next week. Uh, I got a lot of emails out to folks out there. Hopefully we'll be able to do yet another one of the Where Are They Now? of the former Raleigh Eagles. Um, if we don't get it done this week, we'll get it done next week. Definitely, I hope my fingers are crossed as well as my toes. So we'll do that. So what we're going to do now, based upon what has happened after this point, because I am doing this on Monday, so hopefully Tuesday or maybe early Wednesday, we're able to find out if we can get a guest. If not, it will be the Eagle Eye Bilson on the other side. You're listening to the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the North Garland Raiders. Coming to you from Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Game is on Thursday this week. Don't forget about it as you're obviously hearing the pregame show here on Wednesday at 2 p.m. So I'm going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. When we come back, it'll either be a guest or the Eagle Eye Bilson. This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. 
We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, Out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we'll bring in a guest speaker. And he's just going to share the love of Christ. And we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world. And man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now. But our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665. Or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters DFW specializing in small business companies can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters DFW different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pod, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com.
And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. I got online the guy that keeps it all together, as you could tell last week without, or two weeks ago, without having the eagle eye in the booth. It made it a little bit harder. Glad we got him back last week. I got on the line the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing good. What 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 can you do without me? It sounds like, huh? I, 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 Come exactly. on, now. It's, it's okay without. It, it's just okay without you. It's just ten times better when you are. <laughs> so I'm glad that you were able to get back into the booth. But we we had a situation last week where you know we watched. We we sat there and watched this game, and all I can think of as I'm sitting here thinking about how that game went, all I can think of is. That's it. I mean, because in reality, uh, we didn't get a rally at Eagles that were really tearing up the football field. No, we weren't. Uh, um, I mean, in district, I expected to see a lot more, especially after, you know, the offense was able to muster up 35 points the week before. Uh, I was thinking you get into this district game and, you know, we'd be able to start getting some offense scoring, defense is going to hold up well. And it just didn't happen. And, it, you know, it, uh, hats off to Naaman Forrest. Their defense really came to play. But there was a lot of times that uh, Rowlett kind of just sh- uh, shot themselves in the foot um, on offense with penalties or bad throws or drop passes. I mean, it was a, it was a struggle all night long for that offense. And, and But it really, in reality, you you hold any team to six points defensively, you something so the Eagles had the defense going for them making some vital stops as along the way as well so you know we're back to the, what we were talking about before the Plano game we're seeing the defense kind of stepping it up um, regardless if it's name and force and their 0-3 or anybody else going into it's good to see the defense being able to uh, you know tighten that belt and hold them back well and besides the one big touchdown run that they have yeah, um, you know, Name and Force really didn't have any big plays on our on our defense. And you're absolutely right; defense did uh, uh, hold it together and and do their part. Uh, you know, really, it came down to an, an extra point that was uh, that was missed, uh, that was blocked. So, uh, yep. you know, it, that was the difference in the game. And you know, early in the game when that touchdown was scored, you would never thought that that would have made a difference in the game, but it, it, come to the end, it sure did. Definitely, and and so. Going into district play, they they whew, the W get that barely, uh, but we're there. So that now we go up against a football team that comes into this game undefeated through the whole year. Never mind just district, but through the whole year. North Garland is four and zero on the season. A little bit of a different football team that we're going to see against Rowlett this week, um, although the good thing, the Raleigh Eagles are at home over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, um, and that's a good thing, which is a field that they're very comfortable on, so is, in reality, uh, North Garland, um, they play over at Williams, so, you know, Raleigh being at home is a good thing, and then the combination of these two teams, I think they're going to clash, I think we're going to see a good one here tonight. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, hopefully the offense can put things together uh, uh, a little bit better. Uh, you know, we don't know the uncertainty of uh, Antonio Hall, but uh, his absence definitely uh, definitely showed last week. So uh, you know, at, uh, North North Garland does have a, a strong defense. Um, so if you know if we can get that offense going, it's, it could be a tough night for us. 
Well, last week they took uh, on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, got the 28-14 uh, victory, and that was actually the night before we stepped over in uh, Williams Stadium as well. So that happened just 24 hours before. So now the Eagles in a situation now where um, you, we, we talk about the district, the out-of-district games was Frisco Liberty, Irving, and Carrollton uh, Newman-Smith. Not necessarily the same district that we were playing, but really in reality, you look at that schedule and you look at those teams, those are teams that were really actually teams that were going to maybe be considered uh, playing very well all Long so a pretty good out of district schedule for North Garland. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, not the caliber that Rowlett played out of district, but you know, I think I think the real first test for North Garland was last week against uh, Lakeview Centennial, and and look what they did. They they really came out and, and put it to them. So I think that first uh, district game was to me the toughest for North Garland, and and. Uh, they, came out and, and uh, took care of business. So that's why I think with North Garland, I, it, it brings up alarms uh, about how talented they really are. So uh, we've seen in the past North Garland, uh, one of their biggest challenges is uh, lack of players. Uh, you know, they played us tough yeah. last year, but they got winded. Fourth quarter, they, you know, they were out of breath. You know, you had you have guys playing both ways. You, you know, you, you only have – just a number uh, there on, you know, you don't even have a full second string behind you. And uh, it, it showed. So, you know, it, uh, that's, you know, curious of what we're going to see this year, if we're going to see that uh, uh, size of team uh, again or if they're, they have a little bit more. But, uh, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, relative, you know, if they want to take advantage of, that's, that's where they can find an opportunity. Well, you take a look at uh, Timothy uh, Gaither. He is the quarterback for that football team. He's 42 with 60. He's completing 70% of his passes, 816 yards and seven touchdowns. But the number is interesting, only 60 attempts. Now, I say only, uh, but when you look at the rushing, when you look at their uh, running back, uh, Sabrin Woods, he has 64 attempts, 445 yards, He's got nine touchdowns, and then you've got four or five other uh, players on that football team that's got yet another close to, you know, another close to 50 rushes. So we're definitely looking at a team that does like to rush the football, but if you get too comfortable or you focus too much on that, they can burn you through the air as well. Yeah, they're only averaging 15 uh, pass attempts a game, so they're not out there, you know, to go in a – you know, throwing out airmail, they're all they definitely uh, are run first. But uh, usually, when you're when you as a defense start focusing on run, that's what benefits him. And, uh, he can open up those pass lines. So you know, at, at any quarterback can throw over seventy percent is uh, doing a phenomenal job. So he definitely, uh, you know, they're definitely going the right way. You know, they they use a run and they sprinkle in the receiving or excuse me, passing uh, into their offense, and, and it's been successful. 
looking at 16, uh, you know, in reality, 16 touchdowns rushing the football compared to the seven. So we know what's coming there. So if they, they buy into it, that's one thing that we got to keep track of. It's the between the tackle rushes in reality. As the, you know, we, we've been doing these games forever, Bill, and that has been the Achilles heel of this football team. It seems like at least out of all the 10 games that they play, seven of those games we usually get a rush up the middle that, that runs for a touchdown for long yardage. And I'm talking 50, 60, sometimes even 70 yards um, that the Eagles cannot stop that. So that's one thing the Eagles are definitely going to have to get a hold of because when you look at, say, Bryn, uh Woods, uh, 445 yards, nine touchdowns. He's touching the ball a lot, 64. Never mind the other guys. You know, Timothy Gaither will also take off because he has 35 rushes and 189 yards and three touchdowns. So um, they kind of got everything going there. So looking at that portion of it and, again, not being able to see the defensive stats, um, the only thing that we can see, is the points that were scored against them. And that's going to be interesting because you look at the yards allowed in the game, the Rowlett Eagles give up over 400 yards, 401 and a half. And the North Garland Raiders, they're only giving up 243 yards a game. So um, there's a big point right there. So the defense of this North Garland Raiders team is going to come to play, and we pretty much are going to have to see not necessarily a perfect game, but we're going to have to see a game where we see Alex Rout uh, be able to complete his passes, make accurate passes, and get this run game going, uh, because right now Alex Rout is the leading rusher on the team with 262 yards, and they've got two other running backs that are capable. Yeah, and you don't want to have your quarterback in the leading rusher. You know, it, uh, it it'll definitely wear on him as he gets later in the season, taking all the hits that he that he does. But uh, with with the offense, I mean, right now there's just nobody standing out. Uh, every year, every yep. every Rowlett season we've had, there's always been that one player say, "Hey, that's our go-to guy." We haven't had that yet. You know, in the beginning, we we looked at uh, Antonio Hall and so said he might be it, but he's missed a couple games. Uh, and then um, uh, we had uh, Jare uh, Hunt uh, come back, and, and uh, you know, it's in the East, uh, is out again. So nobody has stood up and, and taken that leadership role and, um, uh, and carried that offense. And that's, I think that's where the struggle part of what this offense has come. Yep. And 433 yards a game headed the Rowlett Eagles' way. Uh, the Eagles only averaging 277 yards. That is a big difference uh, in this game. So I, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of run, probably three to one. Probably so we're about 75% run, 25% pass, and the Eagles are gonna have to be able to do it. I think we see a yeah. I don't want to say a sellout, but they sell into the run to stop the run. Uh, so we're gonna see a couple of guys on an island, I think, because I think they're gonna go ahead and square up right in the uh, eight in the box right there uh, behind the uh, defensive line. Well, and, that, and that's part of the challenge with the defense. If you do um, go man, uh, man defense on your, uh, uh, on your receivers and you build everybody up in the middle of the field, that's where those long runs happen because you don't have that safety sitting back there to, avoid, you know, to, to stop that, uh, that hole uh, in the line and uh, – and get the running back out in the out in the open. 
Um, that's where the struggle comes with those long ones. That's where the defense has got to be able to uh, shut down that run and, uh, you know, definitely clog up the middle because it's never the outside ones or the sweeps that get us. It's always that, uh, that run right up the A-gap that, uh, that always bites us in the rear. Yep. And it, it just it usually rears his ugly head, you know, at very inopportune times for the Rowlett Eagles. So that's one thing that they're going to do it. Now, I think this game is really going to be good as they will go into South Garland. South Garland, not necessarily uh, the, in reality, the type of football team that North Garland is, uh, but we also see in a little bit better football team. So I think with when this district brought in Wiley, I think the teams that were out there realized that they they have to step up their game to keep up with Wiley. I really do. I think I think it really has changed the whole focus of this um, district of football. And um, so I think we're seeing some other teams take that step up to try to at least keep up because the last thing you want with this district when they didn't have Wiley in there is having them in the playoffs more so than an extra team. So I think we're seeing a step up. Um, So I think this game sets up pretty good for South Garland. So when they do get Wiley at Homer B. Johnson stadium, that game is going to be on October 18th. They're going to be hopefully well prepared for this because it's a little bit different with the, with the Wiley football team, because that's a football team that's going to be able to rush the football as well. So we'll get a good indication with, North Garland on maybe how they will do against Wiley, don't you think? Well, you hope so. Uh, you know, especially uh, uh, second game in the district, and then you're starting to get a feel from these other teams. You know, um, I think both you and I, you know, Frank, um, was that we we should, wouldn't have to worry about naming Forest, and you know, we came within uh, a minute of uh, losing that game on one big play yep. run. That, like you mentioned, comes at unopportune times. So you know what? Uh, you really, you know, you really can't tell in that first game. Uh, I think this second game is. I think it's going to really put us in shape to what direction we're going to go as a team. But that Wiley team. I mean, that Wiley team came out and shocked Saxy uh, last week. Uh, I think it surprised all of us because. Their non-district uh, didn't go very well for them either. So, uh, you know, once Wiley came into the district, all these Garland teams, you know, you don't want that new kid on the block taking up your spot in the playoffs. So you're Absolutely. right. You know, other teams need to start uh, uh, growing, getting stronger, and get better. And and we have seen it. We've seen it with Nan Forrest last year, with North Garland has been playing a lot better the last couple of years. So you're starting to see some of these teams that hadn't been playing very good for a while are are really improving. I absolutely agree with you as far as that's concerned. So getting back to North Garland, what, let's, let's talk about the keys to the game. I think obviously stopping the big run up the middle is going to be the big thing for the Raleigh Eagles defense, but I think we need to see consistency from the quarterback to wide receiver. We're seeing a lot of drops this year, um, and and that's a couple of things. A couple of the wide receivers are having a hard time keeping the hand, but then we also have the uh, Alex Ralph uh, passes sometimes going over the head and the inaccuracy of the passes. So it's kind of a double-edged sword right there. So I think defensively we got to stop that big play up the middle, and then we got to figure out where the chemistry is going to be offensively. And, again, hopefully we'll, we will see Antonio a whole lot on the football field, but if not, that chemistry is going to have to come from someplace else. 
Yeah, those uh, those other players have got to step up, and, and we've seen way too many drop passes um, so far this season, and a lot of passes that um, were not thrown very accurately. So, you know, it, uh, I, you know, I'm surprised uh, Coach Stevens survived the, the sideline last week because you could just tell all night long he was getting ready to blow a gasket. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure we're going to spend a lot of time uh, focusing on, on the offense this week and. Uh, getting them uh, to be more comfortable because you're coming into your fifth game. There should be some chemistry. There should be some some rhythm going now, and it still hasn't happened. Yep, absolutely. Uh, what do you think we'll see from Garland? Am I thinking right? Are we going to see a lot of the running game, or do you think they switch it up in this one? Just because if we're thinking it, Bill, I would think that obviously Doug Stevens is thinking that. Do you think you'll see a uh, switch up on it a little bit, or are we going to see just about the same? No, and, and you know what, we we saw that with Naaman Forrest last week. You know, we were talking about how much they run the ball in the first two plays they came out throwing the ball. So I, I think with uh, North Garland, I think they're going to set up the run, and I think they're going to uh, utilize it once uh, the pass, once, you know, they they get uh, Rowlett, you know, comfortable in, in, in that run game and, and focusing on it and, and uh see if they can uh, expose the man-to-man defense. So I, I don't think I'm, we would see anything uh, special from North Garland. I think uh, one of the big uh, uh, big question marks is going to be on the special teams um, for both these teams. I think that's going to be a key to this game is, is who takes advantage of the opportunities on special teams. Absolutely. Whether it's a muff punt like the Rowlett Eagles were able to get and put them in prime position to get that touchdown to take the 7-6 victory away from um, uh, Naaman Forrest last week or just being able to get some production from kickoff returns and punt returns and things like that. I think are going to be huge. I think you're right. I think this game will probably be probably be one there um, as we look at this one. So I think we're going to have a good one here. It's going to be a Homer B. Johnson Stadium. This is a Thursday night game, so guys, don't forget to get out there, support your Rowlett Eagles over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. And so before we get out of here, Bill, anything you want to add up on this before we kick it out and get ready for the North Garland Raiders? No, I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm really, uh, uh, really concerned on on what our you know how we come out on on the offensive side. So let's. Uh, I think that's going to be the real focus for now is, is how we can put up points. Yep, I think a quick start would help that really well. So we saw that first drive last week, and then the second drive, about maybe three-quarters of that drive was pretty good before it fizzled out. But we need to continue having the good drives, and hopefully that will happen. So we're going to do it Thursday night, Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Myself, Sonny Clark, the hardest-working man in sports radio, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna on the call. We'll see you then. Don't miss out on it and make sure you're there and being loud. That's what we need, Bill, getting a big crowd out there. There you go. There we go. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles taking on the North Garland Raiders. We'll see you Thursday night. <laughs>